Hello and welcome to the Simone Intuitive Podcast, where in this podcast, we dive deep into spirituality, feminine energy, wellness, and holistic well-being. And we do this through stories of resilience, hope, and spiritual growth, along with tips and tricks for how to develop your spiritual life. I am your host, Simone, and today's episode is very, I will say very intimate. It is very personal. I will be sharing my recent journey and how my spiritual beliefs and practices is where I found the strength to overcome and emerge stronger and more resilient. So let's dive into this story. It is, it has been a rough time. As many of my clients know, I have taken many breaks this year, and over the last two years, I have wanted to invest so much more time and energy and love into my clients, but I've had a major life situation, and it's been very transformative, but it was also very hard. So I will share what happened. On October 10th, 2021, my father passed away. However, his passing was accompanied by really unusual and bizarre circumstances. Before his death, my dad's caregiver exerted undue influence, and it resulted in forcing him to change his will six weeks before he died and grant her power of attorney six weeks before he died. After his death, she went further. She changed his beneficiary designations and made herself a primary beneficiary. I believe with all of my heart, but this woman was motivated by financial gain and killed my father. The day he passed away, she attempted to conceal the news from his family. Despite him passing away at 7 a.m., she did not inform me until 3 o'clock, and only in response to my worried calls and texts to my father. She withheld crucial information about his location and cause of death. I had to call funeral homes, hospital, and more in an attempt to locate him. Later, I discovered she had lied to paramedics, claiming he was fine the night before when he had actually informed me otherwise. She allegedly found him deceased and yet waited 40 minutes before calling 911. She also admitted during a taped police interview that she provided my father with alcohol despite his medications and conversations from him explicitly forbidding it. His medical conditions were severe. He had lung cancer, congestive heart failure, COPD, kidney failure, and a myriad of other heart diseases. I firmly believe that she expedited his death to access his money. She still has my father's ashes and refuses to give them to his family. Following his death, as I shared, she changed his life insurance, pension, and 401k beneficiaries. A fact brought to my attention by a whistleblower from my father's employer. This whistleblower provided documentation and it showed that there were multiple logins after my father's death, including a letter dated over a month after he died that basically says, congratulations, your beneficiary designations have been changed. That was mailed to his address. These logins occurred outside of regular business hours, and the caregiver later confirmed that she had my dad's laptop and thus had access to his benefit accounts. 
The caregiver engaged in insurance fraud by falsely claiming that her son was my father's biological child. This deceit was done with the sole purpose of gaining access to his life insurance benefits. In case her previous fraud of changing beneficiaries did not work out. However, in April 2022, she signed an affidavit admitting that her son is not my father's biological child, revealing the fraudulent nature of her previous claim. While acting as a power of attorney, she obtained loans and credit cards in my father's name. It appears that at least one of these loans were acquired after his passing. In January 2022, we requested an accounting inventory of my father's assets. She refused to give assets or any accounting information until September 2022. However, the information she did provide was incorrect and failed to account for the actual funds he possessed. This leads me to believe she may have been embezzling from him for years and is still attempting to conceal what she has stolen. Given the information shared by the whistleblower, I decided to take legal action and filed a lawsuit over a year ago. This subsequently prompted active investigations by Adult Protective Services, IRS, SEC, FTC, and the local police. These investigations are still ongoing. Legal action is, for the most part, still ongoing. There's a lot of documentation, there's a lot of information, and there's a lot of layers to this. And I am grateful to Adult Protective Services and the police and all the other investigation bodies for their work in time with this. It's been a very difficult journey. It's hard to lose a parent that our society does not prepare us to lose a parent. It is, you lose a part of yourself. It's the biggest challenge I faced. And unfortunately, it had these additional challenges as just extra layers of complexities. But I will say that I'm committed to seeking justice for my father and bringing the truth to the light. And that is why I'm sharing this. This is deeply personal and this podcast normally isn't so heavy. I prefer to talk about lightness. I prefer to talk about you know, how to improve your spiritual life and your overall quality of life, you know, how to lean into your feminine energy and how to surrender to the universe. But I also think it's important for me to be candid and share my personal narratives and how my spiritual belief system has helped with that and supported me and gave me that hope and built resilience. So I also think on the other hand, it's important to have these conversations and share because there are so many vulnerable people at the end of their lives. And I just encourage everyone to be mindful about who is near your loved ones at the end of their life. So I'm very grateful for my clients because they have shared so many kind words and support and grace because I have not been my best self for the last two years. That's how long since my father told me that he had cancer. So for two years, I have felt very, not disconnected from myself, but just off, you know, just, I was going through so much. I just felt very off and not like myself. So I really appreciate everyone and your kind words. My family has been through a lot and I really feel like this caregiver is truly evil. The desire for financial gain at the expense of my father's legacy is, absolutely disgusting and so i hope she is not allowed near vulnerable people in the future but you know we'll see there's so many investigations there's so much happening we'll just have to wait and see 
but this was a challenging time in my life and so it felt like my world was crumbling around me and I was just lost in this, this darkness it felt so deep and dark to have really someone do something so evil and egregious against you over something sacred right so I was in this darkness of having lost my father who I had a complex relationship with but we were really good at the end. You know, we had a very strong connection. You know, there is a lot to our relationship, but things were very good with us at the end. I could not have asked for a better ending for he and I, but I was in a lot of darkness knowing that horrible things happened to him at the end of his life. So it was during this period that I turned to my spiritual beliefs for solace and guidance and inspiration. So I have always believed in connecting with your feminine energy and trusting the universe. So I had to believe, based on my previous beliefs, that there was a higher purpose to this suffering. I have found this situation to be one of the hardest things I have had to go through, but it was absolutely a transformative experience. It was so up and down on the daily impacted my life so much. I have not had much stability over the last two years. So my anxiety was very high, you know, I've been very grateful that I've never struggled with depression, but I did feel sad a lot, you know, just the grief process and everything. So this was a constant exercise of trying to surrender and trying to trust the universe. So my spiritual practices provided me with a deep sense of hope and resilience. It really helped me find those moments of peace and serenity amidst all the chaos. Through meditation, I discovered a deeper connection to myself and to something greater than me and what was happening to me. I began to see the lessons hidden within the pain and this deep opportunity for growth. So I decided to surrender, you know, I surrendered to my feminine energy in a different way, which really meant releasing what I cannot control and having faith that the universe, my guides, my ancestors would take care of me. One of the most transformative moments for me, I remember it very vividly. It was one night, it was a full moon, of course, and I always think you should have a developed routine for new moons, full moons, you know, they just help ground you, right? They help, they help you shape your intention, you know, they help you with release. And I had had such a rough day of anxiety and fear and stress. And I remember I had dropped some of my spiritual practices, which isn't like me, you know, I was just going past full moons and new moons, you know, just not even doing anything to take care of myself. But that night, I had lit a white candle, a little sage. It was very simple. But I remember feeling this deep sense of peace just flow through me. And I am a big fan of ancestor and connecting with ancestors. So I just asked my ancestors to just please take over. Like, please help guide me through this process. You know, any messages, any insight, I'm open, you know, but please just take over. It was this really deep release and 
that message was powerful. And I still say it today where I just ask the universe, ask my ancestors and my guides and whoever else is out there wanting to listen to take over, take over. Let me feel that release. And prior to this night, I was just in a very anxious state. And I just was in such a state where I felt like I needed to control things. I had experienced a lot of trauma and a fear of information that I needed that was being hidden from me. That's what this has been all about. Information, this person hiding information from me, hiding my dad's ashes from me. It's been an exercise of trusting that process, that all that information will come to light. I always loved this phrase that the truth is like cream and it will rise to the top. So this was a powerful lesson in learning that you're not always going to get the truth immediately. You're not always going to get what you want immediately. You have to trust the process. So things became a bit easier after this night and after I asked my ancestors to just take over and just experience that release. But I did struggle. It is still such a heavy topic. But it was during this time that I began to more fully understand that power of faith and spiritual spirituality and release and trust and the strength it could give me to face any challenge. So I feel like I became even stronger spiritually and I became more devoted to my spiritual beliefs and what I fundamentally believe about developing spiritual practices. Some aspects of this case have ended. So now I'm shifting my focus on rebuilding after a traumatic experience, how to rebuild spiritually after everything has fallen apart. And what comes to mind, I'm not super familiar with tarot cards. I love the imagery and the symbolism of tarot cards. I'm just not very familiar with them. But excuse me, what comes to mind is that that tarot card of the tower, right? Like that's how this whole situation has felt. It's this crumbling tower. It's you know, people like chaos, panic, destruction, you know, it's that lightning bolt coming down. That's what I've felt for the last two years with the total chaos, total disruption. And so that might be a future episode of how do we rebuild our spiritual practice after surviving traumatic experiences? How do we get back into the flow? Because that's what I think we all need to be in, right? Is just that flow of release that flow of surrender, that flow of receiving from the universe, how do we get back on track? So I'm in that space now, you know, how do I rebuild? And my spiritual beliefs have definitely guided me in reevaluating my priorities and finding new meaning in life. So I'm going to try to start with forgiveness for myself, especially, and for others involved and trying to let go of resentment and embrace compassion, I know I'll be able to release more weight from this experience and have a better connection to the universe moving forward. But I'm going to be very candid and honest. I'm not there yet. I'm really struggling to forgive the people who have harmed my father. I'm struggling to forgive. I still have a lot of anger 
I still have a lot of resentment and it's going to take some time. It's going to take a lot of time before I can get there. I know I can. I'm a very forgiving person by nature because of all my spiritual practices, but this is going to be a tough one for me. And so I wanted to share some advice if you're going through a difficult time because it's been a difficult globally, a difficult time over the last, you know, four or more years. There's just been a lot of changes. I just want you to trust yourself. Trust your feelings. Let yourself feel that pain and that anxiety. We are not going to be spiritually calm. We're not going to spiritually surrender at all times. I tried that and it did not work. So you are entitled to your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotions, no matter what. Let yourself feel the bad stuff, but trust that the good stuff is coming. Strive for the good stuff. Don't think you have to be calm or surrender every moment. You can try, but you're entitled to the full human experience. Experiencing those bad moments means you will feel more grateful for those good moments. All things in this life will ebb and flow. I also want you to hold on to your spiritual beliefs, whatever they may be. Your beliefs and your sense of self can be the most powerful anchor during stormy times. Seek support from your spiritual community, any community that you have developed or a trusted mentor. And just remember that there is a light at the end of all this darkness. Healing is a journey and it's okay to take one step at a time and it's okay to take a couple steps back. It's okay. It just takes time. It takes work and it's a journey. I really hope this episode has offered my listeners maybe some comfort, some hope, and a reminder that even during dark times, the human spirit can rise and just find comfort in the connection to a spiritual life, a faith-based tradition, or whatever beliefs you may have. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to Simone Intuitive for more conversations around spirituality and feminine energy. Until next time, stay resilient, surrender to the universe, and keep the faith. And I am sending you all the love and healing energy I can. Take care. Bye.